this is the Meet Us in Paris podcast, and I am Zen. And if you just randomly chose a podcast to listen to and didn't know, this is the podcast that's all things about travel, be it destinations, food, having an amazing time, or what to pack for your next trip. With me today is Emily and Kristen. Hello Hello there. How goes it, gals? It goes... (laughs) <laughs> same as yesterday and the day before that same will it's, it's, be same tomorrow and the day after that too yep it is so groundhog day still and that's kind of the topic of our discussion today because we um when we're recording this we are about um depending on where you are in the united states we're about 150 days specifically in california at stay at home um which is absolutely crazy. Bonkers, yeah. Yeah. So what so today's topic is kind of um the the end result is like what are we doing to ease the pain? But um what trips have we missed? We miss traveling and um but most importantly, what are we doing to ease the pain and maybe we can give some hints to other people who are listening on how to ease the pain for them. So we'll get to that right after the the break. How's that? Sounds (laughs) Sounds good. good. (laughs) All right. Meet Us in Paris is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals. And we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big. Take risks. Be amazing. I hope you guys didn't miss us. So the first thing is like we are talking about um, trying to ease the pain of not traveling because we are big ass travelers. Am I allowed to say that? I don't think that's a problem. Uh, Do I have to believe that? <laughs> you're, you're, you're ruling your call. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the first thing is, did you? Either one of you miss a trip that you were intending to take in the last 150 days, which is what, five months? Uh, Four and a half, five months. Yeah. Four and a half, five months. I think we're closing in on five months. Yes. Yeah. Mm, wild. Um, I've missed four trips. Wow. Are yeah. they? Were they all work and personal? They, or They were all work. Mm. I mean, okay. there probably would have been a personal one thrown in there if we didn't get <laughs> shut down but no i had four work trips that i had to miss holy yeah. smokes where were they to go do you, do you recall? um absolutely so the one i was most excited about was um a trip to turkey kazakhstan and kyrgyzstan what? so oh, awesome. have you been there before no i had never okay. been to either any of those places um and then to St. Louis for a conference. I'd never been there. Um, to Albuquerque and to DC. Oh. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was one last recruiting trip and then a bunch of summer conferences. Oh my God. And what are you guys doing to, um, instead of, are you guys doing virtual? tours or fairs or what are you, what are you yeah, doing instead? Everything's kind of pivoted to virtual platforms or I've done a lot of webinars. Um, so not quite the same, <laughs> but these fairs, you know, they take place in what's a local time for the market. So I've been up at like 2 a.m. doing fairs. I have to do that next week for Indonesia. Oh, nice. um, Yeah. Working odd night hours and stuff. So 
But yeah. it makes it feel a little bit like traveling. It's like, oh, I'm very jet lagged. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you were mentioning maybe a personal trip. What were you thinking about doing? Oh, I had absolutely no idea. But oh. I mean, this summer is usually our downtime. So that's when it would have been nice to do something. But I mean, I guess in a good way, lockdown happened so early. We didn't even start planning anything. So, yeah, that's yeah. I guess nice. I did not have anything extravagant as um, yours. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We, my friends and I, planned to go to Mammoth. Like Hmm. basic, essentially, we were sent home March seventeenth, right? Yep. Yep. Uh, Something like that. Yeah, our trip was planned for that same weekend. Oh. So it was like that. We were like, nope, (laughs) can't go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's like the only thing that we had planned. Everything outside of that was just thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Wishes, <laughs> dreams, hopes. Ooh. What oh about you, Zen? Um, well, I have, I always have, um, every year there's kind of like, I have like uh, milestones every year. So every year we usually go on convention to a couple conventions. Mm-hmm. So usually we go to WonderCon which was right after March 17th or something like that, within a week or two, um, that got blown off. We missed Comic-Con this year, obviously. And then um, this is I ha- this is the sorest part for me. Is, and, and I'm happy at the same time, but I, uh, I bought a house last year and I moved into a house last year. So I absolutely had no money. And last year was the year that I was supposed to go. Um, we usually go... Um, every other, every three years, we go on um, one international trip and one domestic trip. Hmm. And so last year, I missed my international and domestic trip. No. Yeah. Yeah. And so this year was supposed to be the year that we went somewhere on an international trip and a domestic trip, if not two of them, you know, right. uh, or two international trips. So I, and it's like you, Emily, it's just the same thing. It's just like, we got closed down early enough that we went, oh, sh- oh, sh- oh shoot. <laughs> yeah. you know, why bother planning? But I mean, it was on the short list was, um, yeah, where Hong Kong. Go? Oh, but even but during that, all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before then Hong Kong. Oh, it was, was before kinda, that. Okay. Well, no, no, no. I mean, Hong Kong was in our short list originally. Then Hong Kong had, obviously there's some political things going on there, mm-hmm. but I've actually heard as long as you stay out of the hot spots, you're okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Chile was supposed to be on the short list, but um, they have problems as well. Political problems. And then it was kind of like, uh, you know, like we were really considering maybe Toronto or Montreal hmm. or something like that. So that's fun. Yeah, but didn't happen. So, so well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So, do either Touché. one of you miss the travel? Of course, I do miss the travel. Then, <laughs> I mean, it's especially me. given you know that it's not like we're living a normal life otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't know. I keep hoping that like you know something 
will allow us to leisurely travel again. Although now, right now, it just seems like traveling is only for essential reasons, for whatever your essential reasons are. Um, but mm-hmm. it takes the fun out of it. No, you yeah. can go to Florida. Uh, no, that's a hot spot. You can't go. But they're letting people go. <laughs> well, that's Disney it. World is open, and that's um, right. you can't even walk with your food and drink, though. Oh yeah, they implemented that rule. <laughs> I heard. Oh, true. Right? Yeah. So Man. for those of you, those of you who don't know, essentially people were taking advantage of the rules, and they would walk around the park with a soda, and then someone would tell them, "It's like, oh." you need to put on your mask and then would say, Oh, according to your rules, I don't have to wear a mask if I'm drinking or eating. So people would constantly walk around with food and claim that. So now Disney says you must sit down in a designated area. You are now allowed to walk and eat. So people don't skirt the rules. This is why we can't have good things. (laughs) Precisely. Yeah. No, I was a little, um, I was already tired thinking about my trip to like Turkey and, and Kazakhstan. It was going to be like a, you know, pretty crazy work trip. And even like, for some reason, the only way to get to Kazakhstan, or I think I was going to Kyrgyzstan first from Turkey, but like the only flights were leaving at like one in the morning. So that would have been like, yeah, very annoying, like tiring thing. But I I certainly, I wasn't relieved that it was canceled, but it was like, well, I guess I won't be so tired. But (laughs) I, I definitely, you know, missed being on the road. How, how long have you been traveling nonstop stop kind of Kristen? Oh, not too long. I think three years now. Okay. So do you, are you, do you have like a feeling, was that a cat? Yeah, that's my cat. Did you hear her? Yeah. She just stretched and made a little noise. <laughs> cats, cats. Um, yeah. So uh, do you feel weird not traveling? I know because life's just not normal. It would be weird if I was going about my normal life and just not ever traveling. But everything is just so different that it's just a new reality. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. It, yeah. It'd be much more weird if I was just like working away like normal, but never traveling for work, I guess. You know, um, I used to, I, I've mentioned this before, The reason, part of the reason I'm such a big traveler is I used to open up franchises back in the day. And mm-hmm. I would be on a plane um, leaving, I, I would mi- minimally leave to go somewhere twice a month mm-hmm. on a plane. So I was always on a plane. So I was on up to like 8 to 12 planes a month. Mm-hmm. And when I stopped doing that, for a long time, it was just like, it was weird Right. It was, and then it was even weirder to go back to the airports because it's like, oh, I remember that. You know, it was something. <laughs> it was like the equivalent of like going to the bathroom. You know, like at, in your own house. It's just like every <laughs> every airport was like, oh, this is it's like a second home to you. You know, oh, around the corner, this is where the newsstand is. Or I know if I'm go over here, there's the McDonald's. It w- it was just like a part of your neighborhood. And yeah. not to see it for like half a year and then all of a sudden see it again or like a year later. It's like, oh, geez, yeah. where have you been? So I was just wondering if you're getting that strange sensation that I did. <laughs> um, if life was normal except for the traveling, I'm sure I would. But because everything is so different, it's hard to feel yeah. weird, I guess. It's, it's like but. a weird inception 
dream world. It is because five months is a really long time. And at the same time, it feels like forever. But then I'm like, I've been sitting home for five months. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like time stopped once we came home, but also has been going on, obviously. <laughs> Very so <it's> long. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't believe it's in the the summer. Yeah, yeah. But a glitch for five months. Right. (laughs) An alternate reality. What you said about summer, Zen, I like completely forgot that it was summer. I think uh, (laughs) I was talking to my family and we were just talking about like what everyone's up to. And I was like, oh, yeah, like this cousin, she's supposed to be doing this internship over the summer. So she's probably going to start that soon. And I was like, wait. What? (laughs) Today is not not July, but at the time I was like, we're in July. It is summer now. She was probably doing that internship. And it was like, time was weird. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Time is just, it's so weird because, and like I said, I usually have milestones of going to Comic-Con. Usually in spring, we take one of the two trips and all these types of things. And all of a sudden, all those milestones is just we're just blown away so yeah although i don't understand i think we recently saw that article about how eva air is um running a flight from taipei and it'll like fly for like two and a half hours and then land back in taipei (laughs) for for the people who are really missing (laughs) traveling and i just feel like that sounds miserable like really Yes, it's not usually a great experience. And like, the fun of it is knowing you're going to end up somewhere totally different. Like there, there was a, a, you know, there's a reward at the end. And this is just like, (laughs) I would never fly just to sit between people and be on an airplane. Never. Oh, that's strange because I would totally do it. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like, I mostly feel in Kristen's logic, but... (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I'd also be desperate enough at a point if the experience was good enough and interesting enough, I'd, I'd venture there and see what's what's going on. Well, Just to okay. land back at the same place a few hours later? I mean, it's yeah. like, it's like a go- movie. You go into a movie theater for like two hours and then you're still in the same place <laughs> two hours okay, later. But the movie is probably enjoyable, whereas <laughs> the flight is not. You know, this is really bizarre, but I just, I love being on the plane. I love, I like looking out the window. I'm not crazy about the food, but I mean, I actually enjoy the experience of being on the plane and looking out the window and hanging out with my f- it's and, and, fun when you're on the adventure of something new, but not just for the hell of it to like circle around the same things you always see and never, you're not even going to a different time zone. Like I can't, well, can't handle it. To be fair, it is actually, um, actually, I think I already took, took place, but um, it was the Hello Kitty point. That is pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that one that's completely decorated in um, Hello Kitty. And I- I've been on that. It is the most surreal thing you'll ever do in your I'm whole sure. life. Because when you go, when you, okay, first of all, um, and I've mentioned this on the podcast before, when you go to that wing of the, uh, of the airport, they, the, that wing of the airport is actually Hello Kitty themed. But she's, is she Japanese? What are the Sanrio characters? She's, it is a Japanese character. Yes. But okay, Eva they just is love a, her. Yeah, Taiwanese love her, and it's uh, mm-hmm. t- Eva is a Taiwanese airline. Right. 
Yeah. And they got the rights to it for okay. And and, and mostly it's the flight between Taiwan and Japan. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I would Even take though, that flight. <laughs> well, actually, they at one point had one from Taiwan to like Dallas what? or Houston. Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um. So the thing is that you go in, the whole wing is all pink and, you know, and they all, they actually have Hello Kitty, big, big Hello Kitty stores in there where you can buy Hello Kitty merchandise when you get on the plane. All the pillows are Hello Kitty themed. They look like the hair bow. The, um, the menus are Hello Kitty themed. The, the, the plastic wear have Hello Kitties on them. It's really, it's nauseatingly cute. Did you know? Did you know Hello Kitty's like background? Like she has her own little like biography. No. Oh, and no. she she is British and what? she has a, a twin sister, Mimi. Their birthday's November first. And she's something like I believe she's five apples tall. Oh my god, that's so cute. <laughs> Isn't that adorable? Oh that's the best measurement. I want to know how many apples I am. I know. <laughs> Actually, if I recall, in the airport, they actually have, like, a thing that you can stand up against and see how many apples tall you are. Oh, my God. And in relationship, as I recall, because I think I have a picture of my daughter next to it when she was five. So, anyways. Wow. (laughs) So cute. So, I don't know. I I mean, it's kind of like going on a cruise, right? Sometimes cruises come back to the exact same port. But you visited other places on the way, you guys. No, some of them are. Some of them just go hit water and they just come back to the port. But well, that's I feel not a like cruise I would take. So. The cruise, though, you—that's that's, that's yeah. not like part of fantasy experience. Yeah, and yeah. you're not like cramped in an airplane seat between people, right? And breathing the same recycled air. <laughs> yeah. The cruise I would go on if it was like a Hello Kitty cruise. For like two hours <laughs> that just circled around or something. <laughs> yeah, like a bay cruise. Yeah. That would be cute. Well, you know, our the Irvine Spectrum has the Hello Kitty Cafe, but I've I never do. been to it. I'm so sad. It's pretty cute. I it don't it was like a pop-up, but now it's yeah, like it's permanent. Like, yeah, permanent. And you know they have like a speakeasy in the back? Of the Hello Kitty Cafe? Yeah. That seems weird. <laughs> What? So, so like they, they in the front, they have like a Hello Kitty, you know, like a little bakery, and you can get drinks and stuff like that. But if you make reservations, yeah. there is a back room. Hmm. You guys don't know this? Where they sell, serve alcohol? No, no. Yeah, they no. serve. I think they I serve. Like Hello Kitty should not be associated with like a speakeasy. Yeah, exactly. They, exactly. They have. I think. <laughs> I, as I recall, it's it's like I mean, it doesn't sound like it sounds like I'm making this up, but they serve food, and I think they also they serve alcoholic drinks. Look it up; it's it's like a little tiny speakeasy, and you have to make reservations to get in. Huh. Lots of people don't know about that, Clearly. which is really bizarre. I agree; it seems very very off brand. So, yeah, yeah. very strange. Right. So, are you two doing anything to relieve this? ease the pain for lack of better word help with the withdrawals well i did in advance of my kazakhstan trip i bought um a travel book for central asia um because i had never been and i was interested to learn more of the history and see where i was going and stuff so i've perused that um 
I have no idea if or when I'll ever make it there, but it's kind of been nice to read up on it because it is a very foreign part of the world to me. Um, so that has kind of like been interesting and just imagining I'm sure someday I'll get there. <laughs> For uh, sure. Kind so of one thing. similar to Kristen. I didn't get a travel book, but I have, my mom and I have been very into uh, like Netflix shows that are all about like cooking not cooking but like street the street food the netflix street food series Mm -hmm. i think that's what it's called and each episode it highlights a specific city and a specific country so they they have like a season or series that's like southeast asia i think and then they have one that's south america so it's been fun to like virtually or like just to travel while watching people make food and like whatever the the staple um, street foods are in each country is really cool because they also go into like the history or like cultural aspects of that area. And which show is this? I think it's called Street Food. Like, okay. I don't, okay. Yeah, I don't know if there's a fancy name for it, but that's what I know it as. Um, street food Netflix show. Let me. I just yeah, that. I wonder if that's an Andrew <laughs> Chang thing. So he he does. Oh, I've oh. heard. I don't think it is. I've heard his name, but I think his is a different one. Well, he does have another one, but I think he's been executive producing a couple oh. shows, and I was wondering if that was one of them. I don't so. know. But that's so, what I've been doing. I've been living vicariously through YouTube and Mm. it's kind of the same thing that, I mean, it's just, you know, actually there's a couple channels that actually just show the preparation of street food around the world and they don't put any dialogue in it. All it is is a cameraman and they go to different restaurants in Korea and Japan or whatever. And they just show you the different types of food they have and they show you how they prepare it. Even something as simple as, you know, a lot of these vendors will sell um, fruit and it will show you how quickly they can prepare like a watermelon or a, you know, and they, yeah, they come out with these huge machetes and you're like, what are they going to do with that? And they not huge, but I mean like, like a 18 inch machete kind of thing. And then they like cube up things like watermelon or, you know, cantaloupe. And it's like one second you see a cantaloupe. The next thing you see is a cup filled with little tiny pieces of fruit, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's just neat to see these street vendors prepare food. And um, my biggest thing that I've been doing is um, there's something called uh, a People, this I didn't know how big this was, but um, there's a lot of YouTube channels that are dedicated to just walking, mm, like walking and, around the city. Or yeah, area. yeah. So to give you an example, um, there is a company called I don't know if it's a company. It's just a YouTube channel called Pro Walk Tours, and all they do is they turn on the camera, usually sometimes a 4K camera. And they walk for one to three hours in Florence or one to three hours in Egypt. So it's from a first person perspective. And one of the things I love going to do a city is just kind of looking at the shops and that type of thing. So um, that's one, that's one of my favorite things. They go to Sicily, they go to like Naples, they go 
all over the place and they just walk for one hour, you know, somewhere, be- somewhere between 40 minutes in a couple of hours. And they just walk into all the cathedrals. They it's, that's it. And it's just, it's really beautiful. And, you know, sometimes like if I'm working, I'll just put it on in the background on the television. Yeah. Totally. So that's, that's very cool. Yeah. And then the other one is uh silent Walker. And then the last guy that I've been, um, Tokyo Explorer. And then the last one is Ram, Ram Balak, R A M B A L A C. So some people dedicate their videos just to like Japan. Uh And some of them do multiple cities. So that's it. I wish I'm going to look that up later. Yeah. It's just uh, fun to run in the background. Totally. Um, I've also been on Airbnb a lot recently just to like <laughs> look at there's so like I love especially in Europe and Asia there's so many really cute like very high quality Airbnbs like right in the city and they're so inexpensive and it's I just keep adding them to my lists of whenever I get to go to that place <laughs> and if they are available Aww. then I will book that place. <laughs> But I'm mad at Airbnb though. <laughs> you know how because they were like asking people to donate to the super hosts. Oh, oh, that? that's right. I did get an email. I got like two notifications for that. That's so like, ridiculous <laughs> to me. I can't even. I can't even. Yeah, so. and it was funny because the notification or the email they sent me was like for a stay that I had like very long time ago. It was just like the last day I had, and it was like I don't even remember. This is not a very like special place in my heart or anything, but yeah. yeah, very interesting. Have you guys heard of Window Swap? Yes, I no. think. <laughs> is it? It's like you um, like. Uh, is it just windowswap.com or something? And then you basically choose people's windows um, to look out of in like various parts of the world. So instead of looking out your window, you can yep. look through someone else's. <laughs> Well, that's nice. Pretty nice. So, so I don't know if it's live, but essentially, it's it's a website that yeah, just like you described, is that people are filming outside of their windows from around the world, and you can actually uh, submit your you can videotape and submit your window. I don't know if I can't tell if they're live. But like right now, I just opened it up. It's called Window Swap, and I'm looking out of this guy's. Um, window in Luxembourg. Ooh. You know, so you can see that, the, and that's, once again, this is what I like about going to other cities is like, oh, here's the different type of cars, you know, the, you know, the different type of flora. I like seeing all that type of stuff. That's part of the travel experience to me. And it's just this neat to see traffic go by. Totally. <laughs> I right. just, I just open it up and I'm looking out. They say like the name too. I think it's Chin's window, and I'm in Singapore. Earlier, I saw one <laughs> that said Emily's window. Strangely <laughs> enough, ah. <laughs> so, yeah, I wonder if they're live. I don't know. That's what I'm kind of. Or like how long, or what, like how long the loop is oh, at least. It's a 10 minute horizontal HD video of your window. Hmm. Well, my windows would be super boring on a cul-de-sac in southern you california should, you should submit it <laughs> anyways 
I it's it's going to be a change of scenery for someone else, Kristen. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, some of these are really cool, like um, Arlington, Virginia. You know, just like like they're in a high rise and steering. It shows the video from out the window of the house, so you can see the traffic and everything. So, um, they're kind of neat. I just clicked so. through one to Jerusalem, and it made Ooh. me in Israel. That's super cool. Aw, that is. Oh, cool. that's awesome. Like, and I like so. that it's basically, um, if you haven't gone a window swap yet, you open up the window and then you can click through. It just says open a new window somewhere in the world. And it kind of just shuffles through this whole library wow. of windows, I guess. So you never know what you're, where you're going to end up. Honestly, I had heard about this. I had not opened it before we just started talking about it because I was reading a lot about it online. And like it was coming up on the news feeds, and I didn't know what it was. But once again, I just opened up something. This is going to be running on my television full time if I can figure out how to get it up on there. Um, it's someone's on the canals of the Netherlands, and boats are going by. Oh wow, God, that's, so cool. that's beautiful. So uh, yeah, how would you? How do I get this house? So <laughs> I've been spectacular- watching. Um, so I love like sitcoms in like foreign sitcoms. And those are usually very local. So it feels very exotic because even our most basic sitcom, it's like set in a very like American like environment. So when you watch these like foreign ones, they're totally different like streets that they go down and houses that they live in and stuff like that. So it feels very exotic (laughs) and you, you get those different scenes and stuff, even if it is like fake TV. Right. (laughs) Well, all right. Do you guys have anything else to mention? Uh, I've been doing a lot of language learning. How's that going? Really good, actually. Um, I'm really in a routine. I do it every day, usually because the app will yell at me if I don't log in. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's been a fun way to to pass the time, like, and to be developing a skill. So, yeah. What what language and what are you using to learn the language? Um, I've been doing Duolingo for Japanese. Is it effective? I mean, how do you, do you like it? Do you, are you using the free version? Definitely using the free version. It's not my ideal way to learn. I actually... So I studied linguistics in college and I have like a really good understanding of like the science of language. So that to me, I really like, give me a grammar book, explain to me the rules. Um, and I, it's like, that's the best way for me. But these, you know, these new age apps and stuff, they're all about like a natural language learning. So they kind of like, you know, throw you in the fire and just like kind of figure it out because like, that's how a baby would do it sort of thing. Um, so I don't necessarily, it's not my favorite way to learn, but the way this app works too, is there's all these different modules. And even after you complete a module, after so many days, they'll tell you like, go brush up on this module. It's been so long. So these ones that I started out with, they're so easy now. I'm like, I don't need to brush up on this. It's like, I, I know it really well, which is really cool to see because when I started it, it was a struggle. So mm-hmm. it's been kind of fun. So it's definitely working. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah, Are you cool. practicing it with anyone or is it just like God, no. yourself, no. you, yourself and you? <laughs> no, I will say stuff to my husband and he's like, okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah the, that's it. That, that was actually, I think, one of the pieces of software that our friend Sean 
Um, oh, did he, he use ta- Duolingo? He originally started out with Duolingo, I think, but he was complaining that I, my favorite thing is what he says, like, you know, um, when I was in Italy the whole time, I never saw a monkey and I never saw a banana. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I want to learn about things that you use in, in everyday situations. But well, he's. This, this has oh. been like that for the most part so far. Okay. So, like, for instance, like some of the, the food. Um, vocabulary has been like green tea and fermented soybeans and stuff like oh. that so so far yeah it hasn't been like out of left field random stuff like that that i wouldn't come across actually in japan yeah it's funny but, <laughs> so but he's been doing really well because he's um one of the things i had read somewhere and i suggested to him is like you know go go find a bunch of your favorite movies that you already know all the words to well, mm-hmm. whether it's the matrix or the Batman or whatever and turn on the alternate. Um, wh- what do you call it? The uh, turn on the, the Italian dub and watch it in Italian. Mm-hmm. And he's been, um, so he watches everything in multiple in, in Italian. Now he just watches everything in Italian um, because he already knows the words, you know, and, and he already enjoys the movie. So it's not, it's not a, mm-hmm. um, bane to his existence and apparently it's been helping him along with his uh, the other things he does so yeah yeah i think it's um it is really effective and when you talk to a lot of people so many of my own friends who english wasn't their native language their english is really good and it's like well how did you get so good and they're like well i would watch friends all the time yes or like, it's all always these, friends like, <laughs> yeah it is always friends but there's always these like they watch things in english and it, it helps because it's not this like textbook response. You really get the real like conversational dialogue that you would expect when you like converse with people. So it does feel more real world. And I think that um, now that we have all these opportunities to put on the dubs and stuff, it's a really good tool right. for language learning. Yeah. My, I have a cousin who's Italian and she speaks, I don't know, four or five languages. Um, she like speaks Mandarin. She speaks Italian. I believe it's french and some spanish and english in english mm-hmm. and and i was like well how, how did you learn english she goes oh i listen to um uh english music hmm. it's just because she listens so to when she speaks english is she always singing <laughs> yeah exactly no she sings her answers <laughs> no but that that would be funny so no. <laughs> all right then so um if you would oh <laughs> anything else no should we throw out anything else before we close down i no. think that's it for today <laughs> cool excellent so if you enjoyed our podcast i think you will enjoy checking out our social media pages where we put up a ton of photos of our adventures not recent photos obviously <laughs> interesting articles about travel and more you can find us on facebook and instagram and before we go we want to give a big thank you to our sponsor the university of california irvine division of continuing education which offers only the best professional education if you need a career boost or looking for a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu. Once again, ce.uci.edu. And thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye. 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 Bye.